if it smells like shit, you are in the right place. You are listening to the Podwackers, hosted by David and Craig. Enjoy. Feels good to be back. It's been a while. Has been a while. Yeah. It was a nice little break, but you gotta see if I remember how to control this shit. Yeah. Feels kind of like we're starting over. I know, it's like episode one all over again. <laughs> well, nothing that terrible. Not a not a horrible uh, Skype test call that lasted about 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, at least we have our audio shit in line. I could just go in here and fire it up and get going. So, yeah, man. Uh, where to begin? I had a busy couple weeks there. Uh, so I went off to New Mexico for work, which was interesting. And... Uh, had a nice experience uh, fucking shit up at work. So I went there for uh, four days. I left on a Monday, like late in the day, and then got there Monday evening and was there Tuesday, Wednesday for work and left on Thursday morning. <clears throat> but man, that customer I was working with was kind of a pain in the ass. So they're they're great people, but man, they just like don't give you any direction. So I, I present them with a sample of what we need to have done and it's just completely wrong. So nothing like shit in the bed in front of the customer. Mm. So anyway, we got that wrapped up. I ended up working that, that Tuesday that I was there. I worked like all day, you know, at their site or whatever. And then we went out to dinner and then ended up working till like after midnight, um, their time just to get them a new fix in place, just to make it work. So that was a cluster. But uh, yeah, and then when I got back, I ended up going down to uh, to Hocking Hills for a little family vacation for a couple days. We rented a cabin, and uh, that was uh, that was an interesting experience. The uh, <laughs> It was cool. Um, this cabin we stayed in, it was a little tiny cabin that had two bedrooms in it, and one was basically just in a loft that was on a second like second story. But the second story was only that little loft with the bed. And, mm-hmm. uh, and there was like this spiral staircase that went up to it, which was kind of cool. And my son thinks it's Scooby-Doo steps because there's this episode of Scooby-Doo where he's getting chased by the Black Knight and they go down the spiral staircase. So he kept saying, Scooby yeah. steps, Scooby steps. And then he'd have to run up the steps and he could fall out of the steps at any second. You know, oh, it's, <laughs> so I, you have to follow him up there. And of course, like when you're doing something you know, like cleaning something up or like you're in the bathroom brushing your teeth. All of a sudden there he goes up the steps. It's like, shit, you gotta go chase his ass. So, uh, that was kind of cool. Um, it was, it was neat. We got there though. So we, we cooked a bunch of food cause my son's got all those, those food issues or whatever. So we cooked all of our food and brought it down with us. And then we get down there and the refrigerator's like not working at all. And like oh, we put, God. like put stuff in it and it's just not even cold. And so we put, put our food in there and we like jacked the fridge up, you know, all the way and then like left for like a, I don't know, hour and a half or something came back and none of the drinks even feel cold to the touch. I'm like, what the fuck? So you have no cell service at this place, but I happened to pick up a bar or something while I was outside the cabin. So I call and they don't call me back and they don't come back. So we have to drive back into their little uh, main area and they're closed which I knew they were closed, but we had to go get more ice. So I fill this mini fridge full of ice. And so, you know, it keeps most of my shit good. And then my mother-in-law happened to buy like a Yeti cooler, but it's not like a big box cooler. It's like a trapezoid shaped bag. And so we put a bunch of stuff in there with ice and just, you know, zip that thing up and let it sit overnight. And then the next morning things like were actually cold in the fridge, but so I don't know if it was just, they like turn it off or something when people leave and then takes a day and a half to kick back on or what. But <laughs> yeah, so they never call me, um, until literally, uh, 10 minutes after I was down the road leaving to go home. So oh my God. <laughs> I get a call back. I'm like what the hell? And I, I'm pretty sure it happened. I don't know. I'm assuming that's when they called me for real, but who knows? I had no reception and phones do weird things. So who knows? Maybe they called me before and I, but no, my phone was actually ringing. It was, um, so yeah, they called me on my way back up. Um, anyway, so we went and hit like, I think six out of seven of the main sites down there, which was pretty awesome. And dude, I don't know if you've ever been down there. It is beautiful down there. You should check it out. Um, 
Go ahead. I've, I've been down there. I've never stayed at the campgrounds or the, any of the cabins and stuff, but year, years and years ago, my, uh, my dad actually lived down there and hmm. I spent a summer down there, you know, close to that area. He lived like, uh, couple streets down i know hawking hills college was like two roads down from where he used to live so he kind of lived in one of those wooded areas but it was more modern where he was at because it was kind of chopped up into a development type thing yeah it's it's pretty cool i didn't see many of the areas around it where like people actually live um but we went you know basically just in the parks and it was really really neat and they did a good job of like they have like a main trail that's like a no frills, just like get to the point, which was perfect for us because we got the little kid, and half the time he wants you to carry him. <clears throat> so yeah. it was nice. You just take him in and go. But uh, it was awesome, and just like having that in Ohio was it just you felt like you were somewhere completely different. It didn't feel like you were in Ohio at all. So that was kind of cool. I mean, as you were calling it, it was the deep south of Ohio. So he had uh, all the uh, the redneckery, and we mm-hmm. went through, we drove through one of the campsites just to see what was going on down there, and I saw maybe the coolest slash most ghetto fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. We're driving down, and you know, you see everyone's campers, and then there's a section for tent campers, and so you see the tents. And you're just we're like checking this out, and we're like in shock of how close people are. Like they have you packed into these things, and that's like my worst nightmare. I don't go camping to go get right next to the people. I bought a house with an acre and a half, so I wouldn't have to be right next to my neighbors. Yeah. And the last thing I want to do is go camping and be right next to people, because you have people like this. This family has a fucking box truck with a full size refrigerator plugged inside the back of the box truck and sleeping bags on the bed. And that is their camper. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's weatherproof. Dude, it was the coolest slash most ghetto thing I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) I I couldn't believe it. I turned my head and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And there's a whole family inside with a full-size refrigerator <laughs> in the oh, back of this truck. <laughs> They're just camping like it's nothing. Like, wow. They had, a, they had a generator, I'm assuming, to run their fridge and all that stuff. You know, I didn't get that good of a look at it. I kind of wish I would have just thrown it in reverse and just kind of watched them for a while. But we ended up taking off. Uh, <laughs> seriously, one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. Wonder if they had one of those portable camping toilets in the box truck that they dumped in, or they actually went to use the campground facilities. I assume they used the campground stuff because there wasn't a whole lot in that box truck besides that fridge. <laughs> so they had beds in there with sleeping bags on top of them, or they were just laying on the floor. I'm not real sure. It looked like the floor to me, but maybe I missed something. Probably an, <laughs> at least an air mattress. It didn't look like it, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty crazy. Hey, I, I saw an episode of Cops one time where these uh, homeless people got busted for breaking into U-Hauls and sleeping in the back, so maybe they took a cue off of that episode. I don't know, but it was pretty fucking ingenious. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Cheaper than a mortgage payment, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you got enough money to put gas in it to move it when you get ready to leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just keep going further south. That's right. Oh man, yeah, that was that was something. Um, other than that, you know, it was pretty peaceful. We were just out and about, just kind of checking out all the little sites and stuff. And mm-hmm. they have all the like natural waterfalls down there, which are pretty cool. And uh, and my kid was loving it. He would get in the water and splash around and. He was, it was a good time. Um, I was exhausted though. Cause I, like I said, I just came from New Mexico and then I'm back into Ohio and go, you know, on a three hour drive right in the next morning. Right straight down there. Yeah. Yeah. And so we hit it up and then three hours right back. So it was, it was awesome though. I, I would do that again. It was, it was a good trip. That's cool. Yeah. We've talked about going down there, but we've never really pulled the trigger because where, where we used to live, um, before we bought our house that we're in now, mm-hmm. 
it was probably kind of reminiscent of that area. So <laughs> yeah. we, we had a spot to go camping and all that. And we would have parties every year outside and it was, it was not that far South in Ohio, but you know, it was getting there. Oh yeah, for sure. So what's up with you? Anything good happen over the last, I don't know what week and a half since we last did a show? No, not a whole lot. Exciting. I just pretty much everyday stuff, typical yeah. work shit. Um, been learning some more about lawnmower mechanics. <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah. Backstory to that is I, um, what, how long ago was it? I bought your, you, you bought a new lawnmower and you sold me your, your used rider. Oh, it's been probably a year and a half. Yeah. Maybe a year and a half. Just about getting close. It's, it's the lawnmower experiment for me, which I enjoy tinkering around with stuff. I put a push button start on it and some other stuff. <laughs> the, the key quit working, oh, but no. the, was it probably about a week ago? I, I went to start it up and it just started spewing gas out of the muffler, like the <laughs> like gas on the ground. And I mean, I know what happened. So I've been tinkering around with that, trying not to blow the house up. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's, that's why I, uh, I got rid of that thing. I didn't have time for that shit. Yeah. It's all good. I like playing around with that stuff and learning how to fix stuff. So I don't mind except for, you know, when you're, trying to squeeze a mow in at the last minute and then your fucking mower doesn't even turn on and then you end up spending like three hours fixing the mower and then two days later you're finally mowing your grass and it's way too tall so you have to mow it twice because you didn't get to mow it close enough the first time it just was a pain in my ass yeah well, i got a 14 year old and a push mower so exactly he had to do the whole, to do the whole thing last time while i was <laughs> doing repairs yeah, see that works out nice. I, it's just me, so if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I, <clears throat> that's I got a buddy. He just bought a 1987 Jeep. He was texting me last night. He has a, I don't know, probably a 2014 or something, 2013. I don't know, a newer Jeep. He bought it new, and uh, and he bought this as a, a project to rebuild the engine. And I text him, God bless you. <laughs> I'm glad you have enough time to fuck with that car because there's no way in yeah. hell. That's like, that's like torture to me. I just want shit to work. Yeah. I don't no, mind I, knowing how to fix stuff, but I don't want to have to do it for, for quote unquote fun. No. Some of it's fun. I mean, the only time mm-hmm. it really sucks for me is when you're out in the garage and it's like 95 degrees and you're, for me, I don't need an excuse to sweat, but when it's like that, <laughs> I got sweat running down in my face. I can't see anything. Oh, I know burning my eyes out (laughs) yeah exactly so i don't know that that kind of shit drives me nuts but uh yep that's uh that's life i guess i don't know it i want to get rich enough to where i can just pay someone else to do that shit for me and i don't ever have to think about it and i can go have fun yeah i would like that too that would be nice i get i get bored so easily though i mean i'm sure i could find stuff to preoccupy my time but just oh. sit, like sitting around not doing anything dry, that's the dry, thing crazy i got so much shit like just ideas and things i want to work on and hobbies i want to do that i can sure as hell fill my time outside of uh the time i spend with the family you know yeah, just right. doing normal shit you know we, we do this for instance wake up butt crack early you know to do stuff like this and then uh we got some other shit in the works and then uh you know I exercise almost every day and uh, I don't know. I'd like to spend more time on my guitar and don't really spend a whole lot of time on it anymore. And you know, I got just tons of shit I'd like to do. Do some uh, iOS programming or whatever the fuck I feel like. I don't know. It'd be nice to be rich enough to do that. <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want. Not have to worry about pulling weeds and mowing lawn and yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, uh, I uh I saw you put some shit in the agenda and uh one of which I'm I'm kind of sad about uh our our buddy Alex Jones has gotten in some trouble. Um he's getting all the shit pulled off of basically every platform you can imagine from iTunes to Facebook, YouTube and Spotify. 
So, I don't know, man. There's a... It's a sad day. That's <laughs> <laughs> surely an angry person. He, they gave him even more reason to be angry. And I, I think the only platform he hasn't been pulled off of so far is Twitter. Everybody else has pretty much put him off the shelf. That's actually not true. That just came down I saw this morning. Um, oh. He's starting to get some of his shit pulled off Twitter. So I guess what's going on is... Um, so... He ho- so if anybody doesn't know, Alex Jones hosts Infowars, and it's basically a talk show platform where he just spews just complete nonsense. Um, you know, I mean, we play his sound effects because they're funny, but I mean, he I don't know if he really believes this stuff or what, but I mean, some of the sound effects like a secretary of state that has had sex in giant vats of feces. That's the kind of stuff that comes out of his mouth. So, <laughs> I don't know. He's a uh, he's something else. But he's very entertaining, and his sound clips are amazing. But he uh, <laughs> he he tends to spew shit like Sandy Hook is a hoax, and you know, PizzaGate stuff for Hillary Clinton, and I, just all sorts of weird nonsense. And uh, so I guess Apple just kind of decided that it was going to pull five of the six podcasts off of iTunes um, and the podcast app. So I think uh, one of those was War Room, which um, is a daily show that he hosts. Mm -hmm. And then Facebook and Spotify followed right behind him, and Facebook unpublished four pages, the Alex Jones channel page, the Alex Jones page, the InfoWars page, and the InfoWars nightly news page. And they suspended his personal account. <laughs> so, and then Spotify removed all episodes of the Alex Jones show. Um, basically, it came down to he was violating their social media platforms, hate speech policies. And so like Facebook's hate speech is their policy is basically a direct attack on people based on what they call protected characteristics. So race, ethnicity, National origin, religious affiliation, sexual orientation, caste, sex, gender, gender identity, and serious disease or disability. Um, and also some stuff about immigra- immigration status. Um, so basically YouTube and the rest of them kind of all have a similar stance. And Apple uh, Apple was asked why they banned them and, and they said that they don't tolerate hate speech They have clear guidelines that creators and developers must follow to ensure that they provide a safe environment for all of their users um, and that that his podcasts violate the guidelines and were removed from the directory. So, uh, you know, (laughs) it's pretty interesting. Uh, We're in this phase where, you know, people like this, I think most of us sane people can agree that he's kind of a maniac and that the shit that he is spewing is a little bit ridiculous. However, removing stuff like this, it's the servicers, right? I suppose, but I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of, you know, if this was like legitimate, like, say like Nazi propaganda or something, how I would feel. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I necessarily agree with them being removed off the platforms. We, like you said, common sense people that, you know, have a core set of values. know this guy is a freaking maniac. He, he's completely off the wall, you know, far right leaning, he, I mean, he's he's conspiracy theory entertainment, and that's that that's what people should take it at as face value. But there's a certain element to the taking away the platforms. I think that you you limit the things that he is allowed to do under the First Amendment. I don't. I mean, I know that these companies are not entitled to provide him a platform to exercise that right. But on the other hand, um. Just on the flip side of that, let's say the president decides that he doesn't want certain people at press conferences at the White House. Is he entitled to let them be there? Is he is he bound by any rules or laws that says these people have to be there? If he doesn't like them, I mean, I know he's asked people to leave and had people walked out 
and crazy shit like that. But then it, it kind of is the same thing. Yeah. You don't, you don't <clears throat> give the journalist platform to uh, throw out questions to him that piss him off. So he tells him to leave. It, it's kind of both ways. Yeah. Yes and no. I, I see where you're going with that. I, you know, I, I think that the the president thing's a bit different, right? You've got the guy who's like the head of the country and we need things to be transparent. And when you're throwing journalists out, that's yeah. because, because you don't like how they write about you. That's not transparency at all. And I think that kind of defeats the purpose of of the media. And, and, and the reason the First Amendment exists really is for the media. It's for people to, to report on the government and not have the government able to shut you down. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of the point, to, to hold the government accountable and you can't do anything about it. I can talk as much shit as I want about the president and nothing can happen to me. Um, and so, so that is, I think, a bit different than what these companies are doing where, you know, Alex Jones can still post this shit on the internet on his website. It doesn't matter. It can be out there. It's not illegal. Um, however, Facebook, Apple, YouTube, and Spotify, and Twitter don't have to push that shit. Uh, the, the thing that I find kind of interesting and don't necessarily fully understand because honestly, I just don't know enough about, but like, how does this, how does this reflect on the left? You know, like there's people on the left who say some crazy fucking shit, but they're not getting kicked off these platforms, at least not in a way that it's getting reported to where I'm finding out about it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it almost looks like an attack on the right wing, you know, I mean, definitely on the far side of it, but it definitely feels that way to me that, um, you know, these companies tend to go after these hardcore conservatives who, you know, tout some pretty crazy shit in my opinion, but still, I mean, I don't see it happening on the other side at all. And is it because it doesn't, that they're not saying anything, you know, that would stir that shit up? Or is it because they're protecting the left because a lot of these companies lean liberal. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, I just to some of the guidelines that they put out there, I don't know. I, he, he's pretty popular with his info war stuff. I don't know how many follower followers he has or subscribers or whatever, but just to see how sensitive some of these platforms are, I may or may not know something about, possibly getting banned from Twitter on another <laughs> account. But if, and I think I put the tweet out there on our uh, Twitter page for the show, you know, with the cease and desist and this and that, and you're, you know, you're banned for X number of days. But if you read that tweet, the only thing I really said that probably is offensive to most people out there is I used the word retard. <laughs> If people really get hurt. I mean, I've seen people refer to it as the R word. See, right? yeah, I I have a problem with this. I have a, I don't know. Okay, so my stance on on language in general is this: like, you give it the power that it has. Like that mm-hmm. word has zero power until you, you know, the general public, gives it power, right? So the word retarded was just a normal word for like the longest time, and then yeah. suddenly. It's become this hot button thing. Don't say retarded. Don't say the R word. These are people. Blah, 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 blah. You know? And it's like, you guys realize that I'm just going to say something else that means the exact same thing as retarded does. And it and, and it is really no different. I, I'm not saying anything different. I'm just changed the one word to another word, which still means the same exact thing I was saying by saying retarded. But now I'm saying something else like stupid or moronic or idiot. And now suddenly that's different. No, it's not different. It's not different at all. My meaning of retarded is that you're a moron. That's what it means. It has nothing to do with any people with disabilities. Like, you know, that that's the thing. It's just basically colorful language to paint a picture. You know, mm-hmm. everybody's known somebody who has, you know, um, mental retardation and, yeah. you know, yeah, it's sad. And nobody wishes that on anyone, I don't think, you know. And so when you say it, you're not really saying that. And you're not really being derogatory towards those people. However, usually the families of those people take it very, very personal. So Mm -hmm. I try to respect that as much as I can. You know, I I don't run around yelling retard around, you know, because I understand that people are sensitive to it. But they also have to realize that when someone is saying it, Mm 
unless they're saying it to someone who's retarded or to the family of someone who has a retarded child um, or family member, there really isn't a meaning behind it like you're giving it. You know, you're, you're just you're just looking for a reason to get pissed about it. And to me, if you live your life looking for reasons to get pissed off, you're going to be a just terrible person and no one's going to want to hang out with you. So <laughs> I, I, that that's the kind of stuff I, I don't understand about speech and how people like try to give meaning to things that just really don't have it because they're just looking for a reason to either stir the pot or get pissed off. And it, that's just silly to me. In a, I think you just defined three out of every four Twitter users in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Twitter's like the most ridiculous platform because people are just always looking for a reason to get pissed about something. You can never do anything right on Twitter. If you judge yeah. your life based on Twitter comments, you're going to be a sad human being. And, we, and we've tested that theory. We, we, you can go out there and you don't even have to say anything. You could, you could provide a, an animated GIF to a response to something and it can be spun so many different ways. So many different connotations can be taken out of your response. And retard two of my cousins that live in assisted living that are mentally handicapped. Mm-hmm. I know the difference between, I would never go up to them and say, Hey, you know, why are you so retarded? I know <laughs> the difference between how, how the word is delivered or used. I mean, and people get offended by it like crazily. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. If I call you a fucking retard, I means you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's just, that's just it. I'm calling you a fucking idiot. No matter yeah. what, no matter what, I'm calling you an idiot. That's what it means. It means you are dense. You are dumb. Like you just did something stupid. Okay. That, that's what you mean. And so saying the word retarded, you're just giving it this extra meaning. Like you're adding value to this word that really didn't mean anything. And people do that with all sorts of words all the time. Um, now there are some that I do believe, you know, they, <laughs> there's no way around it. Like that, <laughs> that's a bad word. Like the N word, mm-hmm. like you just don't say it. Like there's nothing, right. there's nothing equivalent to it. There's nothing you need to do about it. Just don't even think about it. Just move on. Uh, right. you know, there's words like that, but you know, some things where they can have like an, an extra meaning, you know, you're calling someone slow. So if I call you slow instead of retarded, are you mad at me about it? No. <laughs> no. It will be, though. Well, that's the thing, though. But but they can't. They can't say, because their thing, their whole crusade is the R word. It's like, okay, fine. You're slow. Yeah. I, I said, Craig, you're slow, man. You're just slow. I admit to being slow, and I I self-admit to being a fucking retard on a daily basis. Yeah, <laughs> that's just it. I don't think there's a there's a whole lot going on there that, you know, uh, that's that's the thing. Like people don't look at it holistically. I mean, yeah, if I'm coming at you and calling you retarded, and you have like you know, and you are retarded, or you're retarded family members or something, and you know, like I'm there's always that intent behind the meaning of the words that I say. And, you know, right. you know, when I'm saying them like that and you know, when I'm not, and that's the thing that I don't like people play dumb about that kind of stuff. And that, that's what frustrates me about that kind of stuff. Um, however, like in Alex Jones's case to kind of get back to that, mm-hmm. this dude just spews just random shit about everything. And I mean, honestly, I haven't listened to enough of his stuff to really know. I've listened to a few episodes of his show just for pure entertainment and he is just a maniac and he just spews some of the craziest stuff I've ever heard about how like, I mean, members of Congress are alien people and, um, <laughs> child sex trafficking and pizza shops. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I don't even know where half these things Hillary are. Clinton is a goddamn demon. <laughs> Their little homoerotic gang of mustaches. <laughs> I mean, you got like so many. I mean, you love your father, the devil. <laughs> like, I said, Lord, destroy the child, corrupt <laughs> them all. This is their plan, people. These are demons. I'm not going to get in bed with you. <laughs> so, I mean, when you get when you get back down to it, I mean, Alex Jones is just entertainment. But mm-hmm. the other part of this thing that I think people sometimes fail to look at which i think the the companies themselves are kind of looking at is 
people listen to this and believe it. Like there is a faction of people who listen to the shit that comes out of this guy's mouth and believe every single word. Yep. And you alluded to it. Pizzagate is a perfect example. Somebody listened to that, that whole episode or tirade about Pizzagate. They heard it so many times. They believe the shit that's coming out of their mouth. And I don't, I did homework this morning on Pizzagate, but the fucking crazy ass guy goes to this pizza shop and fucking shoots somebody because he believes what he's hearing on this Infowars. So that, I mean, that's where you, you get out of bounds with me. I mean, like that starts happening. Yeah. You should probably think about limiting his platform or his delivery mechanism for his, his, what he's telling people. Mm-hmm. But I mean, otherwise, three four out of five times he's just talking crazy ass shit about aliens and demons and fucking guys with mustaches and stuff it's just he's a quack i know your mustache is cool (laughs) yeah he's he's just always on another level of just like bizarre things that he's talking about but like you almost i mean you always have to kind of like legislate these things to the lowest common denominator and for those slow people out there who think that alex jones is telling you things that are factual i mean it's probably better that they don't have access to this stuff. I mean, however, they'll just go to his webpage and at least at this point, they'll go to his webpage and just pick yeah. it out. But it's, it's just one of those things that's a little bit frustrating that, you know, I mean, I have, I have mixed feelings, you know, I don't like that they're kind of censoring him, but at the same time, I also don't, I, I know better. So it's, mm-hmm. it's the people who don't know better that kind of freak me out. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, so the I, people that you may or may not loosely attribute to being retarded. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just to wrap up the Alex Jones stuff, I, I think that you know he's he's definitely on an, a new a new level here where we're kind of testing the waters for what we're going to do with people who spew out this kind of nonsense and. You know, I, I just, my worry is that it's going to turn into more of like political censorship at the end of the day mm-hmm. and that it's just going to kind of keep, you know, stoking the flames for the far extremes of both parties to kind of really express themselves. And, uh, I just I'm not a fan, uh, of the extreme edges of both parties. Uh, they're just a little too much for me and, so, you know, I just, I, I don't want it to get down that road. Yeah. You can't push, you can't push people to go to the, to basically take a neutral stance. I don't think, I don't think, well, reading some of the articles and I won't keep going on about it, but I, I saw some other names mentioned to people that do similar shows. There's people out there. I have I don't remember any of their names or whatever, but it gets you thinking though, when something like this happens, it kind of pushes you to seek out, well, who else is doing this? You know, what are they delivering? And then it may even push you to look at the other side too, but I don't know. It's, it's crazy. I don't necessarily say it's censorship a hundred percent across the board, but it's definitely, I, I definitely, like you said, I hope it doesn't go the route of political censorship where it starts happening on both sides. I hope that at some point rational people are going to come together and say, Hey, some of these people are just, you know, a little bit out there. Yeah. I, that's where I'm at. I mean, it's just one of those, you know, like let's just make sure we're very careful about how we decide to go forward in this environment, because the things that you do now could bite you in the ass later. And, you know, we just, I don't want to fire up a base of people that, don't need fired up in this case, the people who follow Alex Jones. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of, I'm interested to see how this all plays out. So I don't know. Um, but I know we got a, another kind of interesting event happened while I was away. Um, so I, I, I'll let you kind of, give the the summary here if you want to get into it yeah so um 
Switching gears here, we're going to talk about the Urban Meyer incident in Ohio State. It's been probably about a week and a half, right after you had um, maybe down to Hawking Hills. Uh, Ohio State announced that they had put Urban Meyer on paid administrative leave. And what had happened was apparently there was a domestic violence dispute or case that got brought to light from 2009 and then again it had resurfaced in 2015 and there was a media day um there towards the end of july where a reporter had asked urban you know what do you know about this zach smith alleged domestic violence case and they said he knew nothing i don't know if he was trying to play it safe i don't know if he was trying to cover up something basically what ended up happening was he got put on paid administrative leave um uh things were going back and forth basically the story broke from a guy i believe his name is brett mcmurphy he was a former employee of espn and that smith his uh ex-wife had leaked some text messages to brett you know stating that urban his wife they all knew about this domestic violence case and basically said nothing about it because, you know, with the repercussions of that, we, we know what happened with Jim Trestle and the whole tattoo scandal. But um, come full circle back, after Urban's put on and paid administrative leave, he, he releases a statement, you know, basically, you know, wasn't necessarily an apology letter or a, an, an admission of guilt or anything like that, but he said he followed proper channels and reported what he knew when he knew it and kind of left it at that so <clears throat> basically throwing some of the administration at ohio state under the bus so it's kind of a huge clusterfuck right now and they have a special committee that's investigating the case you know some i i think there's a couple different people that have you know looked over some of these types of cases in the past and you know there's still there hasn't been much news here lately about what's going on we're still kind of in a holding pattern but i know that here the most recent thing to come down was um he's basically been banned from contacting any players and then you know the interim the interim coach is running things on a daily basis his name is ryan day so i'm assuming i don't know he was the offensive coordinator that took over for luke fickle so yeah, it's <clears throat> it's it's a sad situation because I went through and read um was it McMurphy? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. I went and read like his uh his Facebook post that he wrote all about this and it was like this huge, huge, huge post. And it was just it was really sad. Uh this woman has been abused by this man forever and nobody mm-hmm. cared. And you had instances of her um reaching out to Urban's wife. Shelly and mm-hmm. and Shelly knew what was going on and um it's kind of disgusting you know uh you know letting these men you know beat up on women and keep them around because football yeah exactly you can't find someone else to coach your wide receiving core who doesn't beat their wife I mean th- that's the thing like I'm getting really, really sick of this football culture in general. Um, there's, there's a lot of things around football that I just find kind of weird and a little bit disgusting, honestly. And I know that's kind of like sacrilegious to say in, in Ohio because, you know, people love their football, but I mean, people get amped up for preseason football games. Like, I mean, it's the Super Bowl around here. And quite honestly, it's because that's the only time you'll ever see the Browns win a game. But, um, (laughs) I mean, I like football. Don't get me wrong, but it has become like so overblown. Like people acting like it is the best thing. All I do is watch football on Sunday, drink beer and eat pizza. And it's like, okay, cool, dude. Like, that's great. But don't you have more to your life than just watching football? Like, I I don't know why, but I feel like there's like this almost over dramatized love of football for Mm -hmm. people that like, it feels fake is what it is that, I mean, it feels like a fake love. Like you pretend to really like it, but really you just sit there on your fucking phone and, you know, browse Facebook and Twitter. That's really what you do. You don't really watch, you don't really watch the game because there's too many fucking commercials to pay attention to the game. So, um, back to 
back to this whole thing, it, it's created this weird, weird culture that surrounds football where, um, you know, you got these macho men and, um, they just kind of cover up for each other and do really weird things. And, you know, I, I, I saw a little bit of the story breaking as I was heading down to Hocking Hills and I had no internet, no way of really following it. And I'm kind of glad in a way, cause it's a very disgusting story. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if Urban Meyer knew what was going on and didn't just straight up get that coach fired, he needs to be out of there. I don't have room for that. This woman was getting her ass beat by this guy on a daily basis. She posted pictures of bruises and cuts and scrapes from this man. And, oh, yeah. and, and she separated from him at one point and was in her own apartment. And the guy came to her apartment and roughed her up and stuff. I have no room for that shit, dude. You're a tiny human being, both, both Meyer and him for that. If, yeah. if that's the case now I'm making things up for urban Meyer here, but if he did know and his wife knew, so I'm sure he knew. If Urban knew and that guy re- remained on his staff and was not let go, shame on him. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to say, I, I mean, I would love to keep Urban at Ohio State because he's a great football coach, but quite honestly, there's things way more important than football. Yeah. There, there's not a three-strike rule when it comes to that kind of shit either. You, If you know what's happening 100% and they can say, well, there was never, you know, fi- charges were never filed, you know, you nothing was ever officially escalated through the channels of the, you know, the police department or whatever, wherever this happened. I think it happened. It even happened in Florida. I think, like I said, mm-hmm. back in 2009, there was mm-hmm. talk of this happening. And yeah, my and- recollection was she was reporting these things a lot, but never going through all the way with it um, for various reasons, whether it was people sitting down with her close to the football program, like saying, Hey, yeah. like, come on, can we not do that? And right. you know, that kind of thing, like pressuring her to drop charges and, and do all that kind of stuff. And quite honestly, you're a sick fuck if you go to the woman and ask him to drop charges for getting her ass kicked by that man because she probably still had marks all over her when you were sitting there having this conversation. So you knew damn well she got her ass beat and you're sitting there telling her to her face, hey, it's more important that this guy doesn't lose his football job. Fuck you. Exactly. And that's what I was getting ready to say. If that truly did happen, which it sounds like it did, even back to 2009, this investigation needs to go further than Ohio State. This needs to go back to when he was at Florida. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's connected to it needs to get burned to the ground. You don't. It doesn't just come to a head with one person losing their job. Everybody else that culminated up to this point, they need to have their asses hung out to dry too. I agree. I, the, the the guys who were going out there and having conversations with her to drop charges and stuff, you guys are fucking sick people. If you can seriously tell a woman to drop these charges against a man who just beat the shit out of her. There's no reason on this earth a man should touch a woman unless she's trying to kill you. Like, if she's hitting on him, hit her back. Okay, I get that. That one is the only time I would ever give you an excuse, and that's if she's just, like, wailing on you and you have to just defend yourself. And even then, I wouldn't even... Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have to just, like, restrain a woman to make them stop... What'd you say? I was going to say that was part of his claim too, was the pictures that she released of where it looked like somebody had wrung the shit out of her arm, like grabbing a hold of her. He he claimed that it was um, defensive trying to get away from the situation. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, That doesn't look like a defensive, (laughs) defensive mark to me. It looks like you were really wrangling on her. I mean, yeah. grabbing her arm and pulling her to you or or whatever or throwing her on the ground or whatever you were doing yeah there's there's a lot of pictures of her and um you know if you listen to our show in overcast or i think even like the latest version of podcast i think it's on beta though but anyhow um you can look at the the images i'll i'll put them in there so you can see um when we talk about it and it's just it's it's sick um you know, covering up for these people is just as bad as the people doing it, in my opinion. And so anybody involved in covering that up should be fired. And I, I don't feel bad for Urban Meyer if he gets fired. He makes like $8 million a year to coach football. And if you can't be respectable enough to, you know, get rid of the scum off your coaching staff, then I can't respect you. Right. No, I completely and totally agree. And I'm going to, a lot of people are going to hate this, but I'm going to play devil's advocate just for one little spin on this saying the the people that 
we're probably sitting her down and telling her, you know, can we just like work this out internally? Can we not take this to the press? Let's not press charges. You think at any point, I, I mean, every domestic violence case is different and they're all equally bad. I mean, it's, it's just wrong, but is it wrong of the, the person that's being abused to let it go on for that many years? Why don't they just go to the cops and be done with it? Not let somebody continually kick their ass for nine years. Yeah. I I don't know what goes into that. I've, I've never been on that side where I'm getting my ass kicked every day and have to like make a decision whether or not I want to tattle on the person, (laughs) you know, am I afraid that that person's then going to kill me? Um, you know, if they've already proven they're willing to like, just beat the shit out of me, will they just get raged out if I go report them and then basically I'm ruining their life, so to speak, even though they did it to themselves, you know, and then end up in a worse position. Um, you know, I, I can understand feeling that way. Uh, I don't know. Um, these, these situations are tough because, you know, there's love involved where you, you love that person at one point in time and, you know, you hope that it's just a one-off occurrence or whatever, but then you find out it's more frequent. Um, you know, it's really tough to, to nail that down there. It's, it's a sticky situation to say the least. And, you know, you can't really, every every situation is unique and different and i think you always have to err on the side of believing the victim first just to make sure that you vet out things thoroughly and and figure it out you know if he was saying she was attacking him and and those were defensive wounds on her you know from him i don't know i have a hard time believing it but at the same time you know I believe I did see some text messages from him to her and they were pretty nasty text messages. So I tend mm-hmm. to lean on the side of that guy was a little nuts. Um, but you know, that's the court of public opinion and we'll find out when more of the facts come out. But I, I have a feeling for some reason, I have kind of a sick feeling that they're going to cover this up quite a bit and fire somebody who really indirectly has something to do with this not the people directly involved aside from the guy himself he'll get fired but you know i I have a feeling urban meyer is gonna skate through this a little bit even though i feel like he's got some blood on his hands yeah and how big of a distraction that will be i mean i don't even there's so many spins to it you know i would there's no there's no way to justify being loyal to one person that coaches a football team at a college to cover up something like this. I mean, no, this is real life shit. Yeah. This this isn't football shit. And that's the thing people need to understand, you know, like I know you love your Buckeyes. I know you want to be good. I know you don't beat Michigan, but do you want to beat Michigan or do you want people beating women? Mm -hmm. I think we know the answer, right? Like, let's get real. Be honest with yourself. Would you want your sister being beaten by one of these guys? Mm-hmm. And cover it up just because Ohio State wins football games that don't fucking matter. <laughs> I mean, none of this shit matters in the grand scheme. It's just sports. None of it really matters to anything relevant in the world at all. If there was a nuclear holocaust, one of the first things that's going is sports. No one's playing sports right now. We're busy yeah. doing other things, right? So, like, let's be real here and um, think about things that are actually really important to you in your life, like your family and making sure that they're safe and if this cretin was over there, like just bashing your, your mother, daughters, you know, whatever sister, um, you know, you would feel a lot different about the situation. So I think people should look at it from that perspective. I think that's the most important perspective to look at it from. Yep. I think you got to take football completely out of it. Yeah. Football's fun. It's great. It's exciting. But at the same time, you know, you got people doing this shit. This is real life, you know? Yeah. I completely and totally agree. And I hope they get to the bottom of it soon because I think the longer they go, the the further removed that it gets from people's minds. And then, like you said, they're going to, somebody will get fired, but they're going to whitewash a lot of this shit the longer it goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're trying to look for angles to cover it up. (laughs) The more acceptable it will be that he keeps his job. I think the longer it goes, if, if he, he truly knew he should be gone. I I think so too. I I have a hard time believing that he knew and ran it up the quote unquote correct channels. Dude, 
you're the head coach. You get rid of people. You can get rid of anybody you want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Just make it happen. You know, if your offensive coordinator sucked because he couldn't call plays, he'd be gone. Beats women, mm-hmm. nah, he's there. You know, like, so don't let that shit kind of fool you when, you know, when they try and put that spin on it. If Urban doesn't get shit canned, he knew about this. He didn't do anything about it. He's just as complicit in it, in my opinion. Yeah, he didn't physically beat anybody, but he knew it was going on. Mm-hmm. And I know it's it's tricky. You don't want to get involved in people's relationships like that. And, I mean, there is the other side of it, too, where, you know, if you think about it from Urban's perspective, if you know this is going on and you've got this volatile person and he beats his wife all the time just because and then you fire him over it, what's he do to her? Does that guy go and then, like, beat her again because she cost him his job? Mm-hmm. You know, because he beat her in the first place, you know, like one of those sick mentalities where it's like, you're the reason I lost my job. Cause you don't shut your mouth, you know, like then what happens? So could it have been, um, you know, a safety thing from urban's perspective where it's like, at least if I don't fire him, he doesn't have a reason to then like go and hurt her more. Yeah. It, it, there's a million different <laughs> ways you could look at it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it's a coach of a team you surround yourself with people that you want to coach and mentor those kids that are going to your school that are in your program. You have to set an example and that, that sure as hell isn't an example that should be set. No, not at all. They're basically just out of high school. Most of them, you know, starting their life. You don't, you don't set that example. No, not at all. (laughs) Well, on that note, I think we beat that to death. Um, yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. God, that was a horrible choice of words. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, I think uh, that'll probably wrap our show. Um, it was good to be back. Um, we're working on some other things here coming up. So stay tuned. I think you and I will start getting going on that pretty soon. And then I'd like to kind of release some of that sooner than later. Um, so yeah, uh, glad to be back. Good talking to you. I haven't talked too much a lot, you know, lately. I couldn't even text you when I was down there. I had no service. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. We're getting ready to go on a trip here at the over Labor Day weekend down to, it's actually South of Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And I have a feeling it'll be, I'll be in the same situation that weekend with no cell service. So oh, I bet hopefully you find the ghetto camper and join him in his box truck. Bring a case oh, of Natty Light. I'm just hoping I don't find a bunch of uh, redneck dudes sitting alongside the road playing banjo. We'll deliver <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. All right, motherfuckers, the show is over. Subscribe to our show anywhere you get your podcasts and do not forget to follow us on Twitter at Prodwackers or on Instagram at Prodwackers. And remember, every time you yawn, there is a ghost trying to put his wiener in your mouth. See you next time.